Hello again, beautiful beings, and welcome back to another Expand Podcast with yours truly, Elizabeth April. Today, I really kind of just want to rant. I'm not going to teach. I'm just going to be a human, and I just really want to talk out my confliction with social responsibility and really, truly, how far is too far? And this is a very tangible topic, not just for society as a whole, but for you as an individual. You know, we have this sensibility to us these days, and there's a lot of younger generations that are very, mm, how do I put it? They're very sensitive. Now I get it, right? I mean, there has been so much racism and so much sexual exploitation and so many underpinning gross actually concepts that have been embedded within society for a very long time. So I don't blame these youngsters for being very touchy, you know, and very sensitive, right? And we need that. We need a generation to come in and say, whoa, 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 like this is so not right. Or, you know, this goes against women's rights or, you know, this is sexist or racist or ageist or whatever. But once again, this is just my opinion. This is not a cosmic truth. This is just me ranting. But how far is too far? I get so conflicted on this. Right now, what really shocks and kind of saddens me is seeing comics now this was a huge phenomenon a couple of years ago where these really well-known comics comedians were getting completely persecuted by the media by these younger generations to be like whoa 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 you can't make jokes about that that's not funny now i get once again that we're reforming things and we need to right But it's kind of getting to this point where everyone is afraid to say anything. And comics, in particular, going all the way back in the day to like the Middle Ages, they were the ones that were supposed to make satires, that were supposed to make commentary and jokes and reflections on the current state of society. Now, if they are being suppressed by our own people and feel scared of getting persecuted to make these comments and satires and reflections, then are we actually just suppressing alternative opinion, belief, perspective, and comedy of itself? You know, seeing some of these comics, comedians, getting absolutely persecuted in the media for making statements that are reflections that are funny, that make us actually critically think and at the same time laugh, I feel like there's a problem there. You know, I feel like we're kind of getting into this Orwellian 1984 society where we don't need police anymore. It's the children that are calling out the adults, right? Once again, it's a fine line. We need that. We need to rewrite. We need to conform. You know, and and I watch movies now in 2020 that were filmed back in late 90s, early 2000s, and I'm shocked. I'm like, woo, you couldn't get away with that now, right? And I get that, and I'm glad things are changing and increasing. But once again, how far is too far? I'll give you a couple of examples. I watched the animated TV show Rick and Morty. 
I think it's funny. I think it's brilliant. I think that they talk about different dimensions and aliens and, you know, and it's, it's cool because it really opens your mind about what's possible. And they show a lot of things that are, are possible and are happening out there in the universe. So I, I really personally enjoy that show. And then I make a post on Instagram and I'm wearing a Rick and Morty t-shirt and I get flooded with these messages that say, oh, you didn't know that the creators of that show are pedophiles and, and they try and embed these, you know, pedophilia type, you know, subliminal messages and the one episode where Rick eats a baby's head or, you know, whatever it was, right? That one scene. And so... I'm like, damn, you know, so then I remove the post and then I'm kicking myself because I removed the post because I do enjoy the show. And I think that this is also a debate that many people struggle with every day in relation to their own family, right? And so many of us get caught up in, well, you know, I'm going to dinner with my family for Thanksgiving or Christmas or whatever it may be that you celebrate and don't talk about politics, don't talk about religion, you know, because you know you're going to get persecuted. So where is the healthy boundary within society and within your own life? And I contemplate this, especially being a public person, you know, everything that I say, everything that I do, everything that I am is scrutinized and looked at under this microscope. I don't even have time to look at my own life in that way, let alone worry or think about the way that other people are looking and perceiving my life, right? So what do we do? Where's the fine line? What's the balance on the scale? So let's just kind of figure this out, you know? Say, for example, with the family, if we were to care about what other people think all the time and we live our life through, I can do this around this person, I can't do this around that person. This person doesn't like this about me, so I'm not going to show that part of me, you know? And we're living our life through this methodology of living within the box that society puts us in. What are we doing? Are we really living our life? Or are we living the life that people expect us to live that are around us? And if we're living the life that other people want us to live, are their wants, desires, needs and their own boxes appropriate and aligned to where I am? Is that just more limitation? I'm already dealing with my own perception and attachment and ego and limitation, let alone just saying yes to what people want to see from you based on what they think they know, right? If you're going to do that, then you're not living your life. And the problem is, is that I think most of us, myself included, as human beings, because we are ingrained with this pack mentality, I think most of us do this sometimes and sometimes we don't do it. And I think that through the awakening, we have been stepping up into our power a lot more. I think that we have been standing for what we believe in a lot more. I think that we have been really questioning others a lot more and taking that power back, which is so important. And then every once in a while, it's one comment on Instagram or it's one, you know, extended removed cousin who, you know, hates your belief system or whatever it may be, right? But there's going to be that one thing and all of a sudden we question ourselves again and we limit ourselves, right? Don't do it all the time, 
but I would say don't do it at all, ever. Like, just imagine living your life and saying, I take full responsibility over the moments in my life where I'm disharmonic and not aligned, and the fact that that disharmony can and will affect others, whether you are a public person or you're a private person, you're going to have people in your life that are going to be affected by the decisions that you make, whether they're good or bad. And of course, the more people in your life, the more people are affected, right? But the more and more we focus on what other people perceive and view and want for us or from us, the less and less we're living our authentic truth, right? So I think that if you're struggling with who you need to be and when, you need to completely remove yourself from other people's projections in order to be the most aligned, authentic, and abundant that you deserve to be. Even in that word abundance, if you want, once again, silly but real example, if you want financial abundance and your mom is saying, you'll never make it, you'll never be a musician, you'll never make money as an artist, you'll never make money as a healer, right? Or an intuitive, like what are you going to do with your life, right? When you have that energy coming down on you, then you're sifting through someone else's limitations on your dreams. Once you finally cut yourself off from those influences, everything isn't all clear for you because now you have to do the work to sift through your own limitations, your own blame games, your own attachments, your own limiting beliefs from past lifetimes, right? It's layer after layer after layer. The more you believe and even listen to other people and their perceptions, the more layers and bullshit and baggage you got to get through in order to get to the state of being pure, authentic, and aligned. Your alignment, your best life, does not and will not ever look like someone else's best and biggest and highest alignment. It won't. So why the fuck are we caring about other people's projections of where we should or should not be or what we should or should not watch? It's tough. For me especially, and I'm sure for you guys too, if I go on social media, I'll have a hundred comments that are very, po like really positive, like so loving, so authentic, like you've changed my life or I love your content or you always pick me up and, and those kind of things. And then there will be that one asshole, you know, who just wants to take down that joy, that love, that authentic happiness. And that'll get to me right? So same thing with your family. You'll have three very close family members that love you so much unconditionally, that don't care that you're a weird witchy, you know, individual. And then you'll have that one grandparent who's like, what are you doing with your life? You're, you're a failure or whatever the, the comment is. And that'll really get to us. So honestly, I don't think that the answer is to just exile all the people in your life and to not listen to anyone ever again and just to recluse yourself in your own reality. Because in a lot of ways, we learn some of the best lessons from listening to others and understanding their perception. So it's this point where there's no fear in us to receive criticism. So how do we purge out the fear of criticism and then dealing with the criticism itself? The more and more criticism that you face head on, not escape from, not distract yourself from, but face, the less and less the blow is going to hurt. Kind of like back in pre-COVID times when you're in a bar trying to pick up a lady or a dude, 
and you get like 10 no's before you get a yes. You got to go through those no's. You got to feel the sting of that. And every single time you get a new no, it hurts a little bit less, right? Same thing with business. You pitch your business idea 10 times, 20 times, 30 times. You get a no every single time to get a yes. And I've read posts about these really incredibly famous people like Oprah Winfrey. And she got a no over and over and over again before she finally got that yes. And now here she is today, right? So it's just important that we don't run away, but we also don't let that shit in. You're better than that. Don't take responsibility for someone else's perception. If I love watching Rick and Morty and eating junk food while I do it, because in that moment, that's what I want, then that's what I'm going to do. And with that being said, I love you all so much. Keep up the good work. Sending you lots of love. And uh, make sure you check out Instagram to be with me on my epic journey with my dad. Bye for now.